Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing this morning is Jake. And let's roll over to Venice, Louisiana, and check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm here, man. It's uh, I'm here. Just fighting the weather. Oh, I swear. Um, Got a message my, earlier. It was hailing over by a hobby. Mm, and uh, I'm really I saw some hail forward. during the night uh, up around Waco area. One woman was holding a grape suit, grapefruit size hail ball in her hand. Unreal. Cheap. Unreal. You yeah, know, the there's been a lot of hail this year. Yeah. And ropers are locking in, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how about them Astros? I'm telling you, another good one last night. That was unreal. And Hunter Brown, he's a real deal, man. Yeah, I just saw something posted. I look every morning, they. Astros are got a little old social site, and there's nothing said about Hunter Brown. Only thing they talked about was that cat that come in, and but he was pretty tough himself. That guy that come in and what he pitched five innings. Oh, for uh, Tampa. Yeah, yeah, that lefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mentioned Hunter Brown. I went really. Come on. Yeah. Oh well. Haters gonna hate. Oh yeah. But uh no, it's the same here on the weather. I mean, we dodged the rain. We're dry. I mean, we missed all that over the weekend that we was supposed to get and uh, I mean it run us off the water. You know, it got so close to us, it run us off the water, but it yeah, never happened on the land. Just like it, but it, it uh, if, east south and east yeah. that was the great thing about it it fell south of us oh you but, uh, you were in a gap then yeah so um thank god i mean i ain't had to mow grass but one time since i've been back so that's how dry we are i can't even mow without rutting my yard it's crazy well Sick uh, of it. but the fishing i don't know it's i guess i can say it it is as good as 
30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's that stupid. Man. I mean, the trout are everywhere. It, just like you can't pull up on a point and not catch trout. Unreal. Guys, yesterday said, I said, what, what are y'all interested in? Let's just go fish. Do whatever you want to. They wasn't oh, was on yeah. somebody well, else's nipple. So I went and burned 10 gallons of gas and was back at the dock at 11 o'clock. And caught all the trout you wanted. Got what yeah, you wanted, brother. Fish. And Got what we needed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pulled up on a point that I hadn't fished in. I probably ain't fished that point in 10 years. Which, hey, it's, it was uh, probably a half mile longer back 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I pulled up there to it. And, I mean, I seen a redfish eat right up on up against that salt grass. And, I said, hey, you throw up there close to the bank, catch a redfish, and throw out front out here and catch a trout. <laughs> Caught a little redfish, and I don't know how many trout we had. We had enough. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, then I left there and just run through. I wanted to see that sand project they were doing in Yellow Cotton, so I just ran through the back and made a circle in there. And I said, you know what? Oh, check up little old ditch up here. I went down that ditch to the end of it, and they cut the sand right across the end of it. Still had some flow in it, but you can't get out of that ditch no more. And I seen a few things swirling. I put power pole down. I said, let's see what's, what's going on with this sand here. He throw it up on top of that sand, drag it off, bam, red tooth. Boom. Red Red tooth. I went, this is unbelievable. But... I mean, there's a bunch of us guys been talking about it. It's been here, like the ballet boys that growed up there. Mom, Dad started the marina, and that's right. what they're saying. Say, this is really special. And Brandon, he, he said, "Man, the river sure is dropping." I said, "Yeah, I heard it's going to be down about seven foot here in the next thirty days." Man, I'm, I don't want that to happen. I said, "I know you don't, but I do." Yeah, you want all that fish back in that river? I said, "Yeah, I do." I said, I love yeah. fishing the river. But he said, I wish he'd stay about 13, 15 foot. No way I'd stay well, out calling in which he, I heard yeah. something on TV about the Mississippi River flooding, <laughs> you know, up north of you. Yeah, but the, like I said, you know, time it gets to us, it just it dissipates. And, yeah. You know, we're not getting that big snow melt and all that stuff that we've had years past. And, mm-hmm. You know, May is generally the highest the river gets, and uh, you know it's showing to fall continuously in May. So you'll be back it's, in business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will. Well, I mean, I'm in business right now. That's well, it, yeah, but I understand. I understand Brandon's way of thinking, and and it, it is a fact. As long as that river's up. <coughs> I frogged my throat this morning. Sorry. That's all right. It's in the air, the, uh, um, You know, when it's up high and keeps some fish all pushed out, they're sitting right out there on the outside and won't come into it. So, and actually, that ditch I fished yesterday was off the wagon wheel. <coughs> and that was river water that was flowing through there. Right. And uh, them fish are still, you know, they're sitting right in the mouth of it. <clears throat> so, 
showing up. I call it Big Ink Sunday. Hang on a minute, Mick. All right. I guess that COVID got me or something. I don't know. <laughs> hope not. <laughs> hope not. I shouldn't care about that. So that's what I, that last bout text had at the hospital. They confirmed he had COVID. Then the next day, one had COVID. So. Yeah, you told me that uh, she ended up getting it too, and yeah. Richard. <laughs> Richard was uh, talking about text earlier when I talked to him and said he wasn't doing so good. Yeah. So. Anyhow, God. just keep him in our prayers. Yeah, he's a he's a gem. Bless his heart. Yeah, he is. But uh, how old is Tex now? Oh, let's see. He's in his eighties. Yeah, I mean uh, he's up there. He's I'm yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, let's just say he's a spring chicken, he's in his eighties, he's got a long way yeah, to go. He's been around as long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we are he's spring big. chicken, so that ought to tell you no. he's, he's uh, up there. Exactly. That's why it was so funny. I come in yesterday and run to the store and I was washing got back and washing my boat. <coughs> You know, I was trying to think the year Rusty was born. I couldn't remember. Darlene called me a little bit later, and I said, what year was Rusty born? She told me, I said, it's time for me to retire. So that's about when what I What year that. was Rusty born? Uh, <laughs> hey, it made me forget again. There you go. I did that on purpose. I knew you'd forget. It's like... Uh, remembering your own phone number you know yeah you're exactly right same thing with i'm pretty good with most things but birthdays i I guess i've just never kept them in my mind i know mine i know my wife's i know the boys i don't remember the year sometimes but uh my wife is easy to uh remember because she was born (laughs) on saint patty's day (laughs) i'll never see there you go holidays yeah (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, I guess Rusty was two or three years old when I went full-time guiding, and that's been long enough. Because <laughs> Rusty will be 44, I think, or is 44 now. Right. So, <clears throat> I got my 40 years in. I guess I'm going to try to push to 50. Yeah, I think he's... uh. Rusty's a year older than my son. Yeah. So, I'm, I, I do still remember the first guide trip I took. That was in the jungle on Lake Livingston, where I was at. Spring of the year. And went in there and whacked them. Or the cold no. to them. Oh, man, that place. You know, they can talk about Rayburn, Toledo, all them great lakes. But back in the day, well, there in the 80s, Livingston was ranked the number one lake in the United States. It was. five pounds of better fish. You know, and sad to say, you know, when we 
we was keeping ten back then. If you didn't have ten over five, you you was you wasn't doing nothing. <clears throat> oh, I know it. Especially when we was waiting all that back there. Yeah, waiting that job, yeah, man. I mean, it. Uh, that was unbelievable. It was absolutely stupid. You know, a lot of guys no got their starts. You know, on Livingston. Oh, absolutely. It, um, <clears throat> that's where Will Kirkpatrick started out. Yeah, he did. And uh, I mean, what's his was, name? The the in fisherman guy. What's his name? He was fishing oh, there too. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think the other one that had the show on Livingston. Always showed in the preview to the show. It showed Chalk Bluff. Him running down the river, showing Chalk Bluff, or at the end there. And uh, what's his name? But I can remember honestly, there'd be a hundred people in there waiting. Be fires built all up and down the bank because <clears throat> all that happened back. I mean. Them fish, if that weather got right on Livingston, them fish in January moved in there and started getting ready to spawn. And I'll never forget, they come out with a moss boss. A known, I mean, that bait was just a piece of plastic with a hook on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it was. A little skirt off the back of it. And it was just unbelievable what you could do with that thing. You could fish it on top of fish, you'd under slow roll it underneath the water surface and I don't ever what <clears throat> what become why that bait didn't stick around, but it was an awesome bait back in the day. It was. You know, and I think it, it imitated a frog and that's probably why that you know, that's everybody throws a frog now, so I saw where someone caught one like fourteen pounds on frog. <clears throat> I'd like to see that blow up. Oh, boy. How about that blow up? Goodness. Yeah. Well, Mike actually, you know, he caught a 12 a few years ago on it. And um, I think he caught him in Beach <clears throat> on Raven. It was one of the years that water was up high and them all up mm-hmm. in the woods. and That's when it gets fun. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I had a blast boat, one time with Will when that lake was about six or seven feet above pool. Oh, my goodness. Yep. It is fun. Pretty impressive. Yes, sir. <clears throat> but you got to hand oh, it well. to Robert. It's, uh, I mean, that place is produced forever and still producing today. Year in and year out. Just uh, yeah. unreal. Yeah. Toledo Bend's having a good year this year, too. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I saw Toledo come back a little bit this year. Uh, yeah, it has. And that, and that was my favorite lake. New lake uh, record this year, too. Really? I didn't yeah, see that. 15, 80-something. Wow. You know, and that's weird that they hadn't caught something bigger than that out of that lake. I always thought that, too. And, and I can't believe uh, Fayette County hadn't produced many fish yeah. over 13 pounds. Nope. She will have it. I don't. I don't even think they ever have. Not that I, I know. The lake of. record there's probably eleven, twelve pounds. And I did hear. I saw and I heard um, Scott Clary. He's got property next to Gibbons over there, and they're fixing to sell all that. Yeah. You know they sh- they shut that uh, cooling plant down, and so or hot water plant, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and that's all. Which everything around Gibbons was private property anyhow. So right, 
Well, Mike, I got to run. I just looked the clock. I'm I'm way over, man. I got to run. Oh, well, James, James, around. He he'll wait on us. But anyhow, eight three two. <laughs> yeah, the sponsors <laughs> won't. <laughs> I got you. Eight three two three three eight nine three seven six. Have a good one, Mick. Hey, you bet, Mike. Going down memory lane. See you, buddy. Yeah. Later, man. <laughs> All right, it's time for a break. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this rainy morning, depending on where you're at. It's in the area as that front tries to get this way, clear the coast. All right, let's go down to uh, Tiki Island. Let's check in with Captain James Plog this morning. Morning, James. How are you, man? Yo, Mick, what's up, buddy? No, not a lot. Man. Just uh, listening to it rain. <laughs> yep. It's kind of nasty. It I is. called my guys and just told them to stand by, man. Stand I'm going to go sometime, but we ain't going <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really much care about the wind. I mean, the rain and stuff, but it's like blowing down here. It's out of the right direction for me, but it's, man, I'm looking. It was 27, gusting to 30. I mean, it's getting it. Yeah, I was looking at 29-mile-an-hour winds at the jetties, and it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's just mainly probably blowing around in storms, but. North jetty is 30 right now. Yeah. See, I ain't calling for Northeast. If you don't pay attention to the weather, like, they can't. You know, it's April, man. Or really, well, it's be May. But, <laughs> but they can't hit this right. I mean, it was supposed to be nice. And then uh, Noah was stuck on, like, the 1030 report yesterday. And I had my old men yesterday, and they, they can't do nothing. We didn't even go. Man, that's the problem about booking boat fishing trips this time of year. You probably got, what, a 60-40 chance of, of, of in 60 not going because it's going to be bad weather. Yeah. 40, 60, was, 60, 40. Yeah. Hey, and it was too rough for them. First thing he said, and these are great guys. I've been fishing Hey, you know, Bob's got a back. I got a bad bud. You know. Said, Dude, y'all just stay home, man. It's too rough. Got a hip jumping out of socket. <laughs> that's why I don't book a lot of them kind of trips this time of year. You know, and I told when they booked it a couple of trips, I said, man, y'all should go in June, dude, because that's the day. Yeah, we're ready to go. I said, I know you're ready, but you got a good shot of not going. So anyway, <clears throat> we didn't go. I talked to my guy a little while ago. I said, just stand by. So I'll just go to the gym, hang out. It's going to get out of here. I don't know what time. But like I say, a point of that story is the weather was just overnight it changed. You know, yeah. it was 5 to 10, then it went 10 to 15. Then this morning's report on Noah, east 15 to 20. <laughs> but looking at it, it you know, after starting up after about eight o'clock, it starts dropping out a little bit. So anyway, we'll see. We're going some point in time. I ain't going right now. Yeah, I got to bed and I just got to sleep good and here come the first clap of thunder and uh, here we go. I'm up and dogs going crazy. I said, Man One of them nights. Yeah, see I didn't see it. But Fish is good, man. We're catching them right now. I got them. So, I just, you know, Sunday. Dang, it got pretty bad Sunday, man. Uh, I didn't even pay no attention. And it was, you know, killing them showed up. 
for where I was going, it was fine. But I wanted to go check something else real quick <clears throat> where we caught them good ones at. And as soon as I pulled out, I said, man, that wind got a little bit, got a little bit cooler. It come around about another 20 degrees. It's almost yeah. northeast right now. I thought about and, you uh, Sunday morning when I seen that. I said, ooh, this ain't looking well, good. Well, it wasn't crazy. And uh, anyway, we got out over there. And I had to park different than what I did Friday because, you know, the wind, of course, was opposite. <clears throat> Everybody gets out. Jim gets out. I said, hey, man, throw right now. Don't walk down there to where I was because I had to park different. They may be something right here. I don't know what's here. You don't see nothing. <clears throat> I'm still on a boat. He made about four casts. And I'll, he gets a bite. I said, hey, man, that was a good one right there. And the fish don't get it. And I'm still in the boat. I mean, he's standing right there. I can hit him in the head with my rod. And uh, he made about three more casts, and this fish eats it. And it's a real one. And I said, that's a good one right there. And I don't know, Mickey, I guess the fish dug him down or got on a pipe or something. I mean, he hooked the fish. I watched the whole thing. It's, it's a good one. It's over five pounds. And uh, it cut him off. I said, man, that's a terrible plan. This is a real small spot. That's that's not good. That's not good. Anyway, we stayed about an hour. We only had one more bite. <laughs> Kelly missed one on a big super spook. But we didn't have the two bites. I said, okay, now we got to go. <clears throat> so we blazed off where I was going, and it was pretty good fishing. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was you know, nice fish. It, it was good fishing. Catch what you all you want, but then then here comes that wall of stuff coming from the southwest. Kelly, he don't like that lightning. About them first three lightning boats, he's already going on the boat. I said, it might go by. You said, I'm with him. By. I'm the same way. You can have that lightning. <laughs> so anyway, we left, <clears throat> came home, and it wasn't terrible. You know, it, it it kind of went to the south of us, and it got decent. I said, man, I knew we should have kept fishing. Then about 45 minutes later, that was it. And then it went bad. It was lightning and blowing, raining. It did that most afternoon. And then Monday was no good. I mean, the weather wasn't no good. We didn't go. And then Tuesday, uh, we went back, and we caught them everywhere we went. <clears throat> it didn't matter. We went all different places. Started where I've been catching them, and that was good. Went and checked on something I ain't even fished. They were there. And checked on another spot that I ain't even been fishing. And they were there. And then uh, we finally came back. And I let my guy, I said, man, walk back down there where we were fishing. I didn't get out of the boat. I said, walk back down there where we were fishing this morning. And this now the tide's high and there ain't nothing moving. It's dead. Everything looks dead anyway. You just got to get out and fish. You know, it's terrible. And uh, anyway, he walked back down there. And, man, he starts holding. He don't keep fish. We didn't keep anything. And, uh. We probably caught maybe close to 30. And uh, he was holding them fish up. They were all nice, you know, 19, 20-inch fish, nothing big. But uh, he was having a ball down there. So I let him sit there and <clears throat> wail away on some of them. Then we came in. And then I didn't take my old men yesterday because they had the boat fish, but Kenny caught them real good yesterday. Yeah, I seen his, and he, I seen his picture. Yeah, and he didn't even he didn't go anywhere that I've been fishing. So... There's a fish showing up, man. It's it's decent. Yeah, and we ain't had no real good. We ain't had no real good be, weather. Man. Best a lot of people seen it in fifty years. They're saying in fifty years. Yeah, they're only yeah, fifty two years old and saying that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. It, it's good fishing, you know. You're oh, I read fish. it. I see it. I see it on social media. I'm going, hey man, these, I'm in the wrong spot. Well. 
I don't know about all that stuff, buddy, but <laughs> you know how I gauge it, Mickey? If I can leave somewhere, and I don't lean on nothing no more too much because we, you just can't. You can't, you know, and, and we don't hardly kill too many fish anymore. You just can't sit there and beat up what you're doing. So I move around a lot, and you can go to like four or five places and catch some fish. Then it's pretty good. Now, if you go to one spot, and that's all you got, and you hit like eight more places, and you ain't caught nothing, man, there probably ain't very many of them. <clears throat> but they're not showing you nothing. It's a zero, man. If you don't, where I'm fishing right now, catching them, if you pulled up there, you would like, what am I even doing here, man? This is terrible. But I think these fish on these little bitty brownies, Mickey, they're so small. It's got to be what they're on, because I see them. They're babies dude i mean babies uh so i don't know but you know they ain't holding up no flags you're just you're just spot fishing you know some places got some mullet i mean it kind of it kind of looks like uh you would catch something and then we left tuesday and i went to a place that i'd caught them real good like two or three days before like i mean we walked out of there like eight o'clock we didn't caught like 20 something fish we just bailed I said, man, let me go check it. And so we go over there, and it's about as dead as you can get dead. I said, what am I doing? But, you know, I'm just checking. We've already caught all our fish. I'm just, really, I'm just looking for the next day. I stood there about 20 minutes, and I said, man, I had a bite. <laughs> and I threw back out there, and I caught one. I said, man, look here. It's a nice trout. And then my guy catches one. And Kenny was with me. He catches one. I said, man, look at this. It's fit to go off, and it did. Well, I had to go call somebody. I said, y'all catch them. I'm done. <clears throat> and they were wailing away on them. Man, here come the, the the flippers, dude. And the flippers ran, not pushing the fish in. The flippers ran right, swam right in front of them, like right Man. there. Like you hit them with your rod. And they got on them trout, I guess, and they didn't get no more bites after that. I can You know, I they'll get outside that. of it. Yeah, they'll get outside of you or somewhere, you know, they, a lot of times they'll push them fish to you, but. Uh, they said that they just swam like right through them. They didn't get no bites. But my point of that whole story is, it didn't look like there was nothing there, and it was loaded. So that's just how you got to fish now, man. Yeah, it's just how it is. But being as good as in fifty years, I don't, I don't know about all that. It's okay. No, it's either. good. <laughs> they don't know, man. If you don't know, what's that old saying? They don't know. You don't know. That's true. Exactly. But, but yeah. that fish at Jim, that fish at Jim lost <laughs> Sunday morning. It was a real one. It was a good one. And you don't see that very often, but it did. It, it really did take him into something. I don't know if the fish dug down in there and got on an oyster or a pipe or something. And I said, man, once you lose and break one of them fish off like that, because there's not very many here, we probably ain't going to get no more bites. We only had one more bite. And that was like 45 minutes later after we'd done been there. You know, it kind of settled down just a little bit. Right. Because there probably ain't but a handful of fish there. There may not be 10 fish there. And once you scare them, then you got to wait for everything to get back going again. Exactly. All right, buddy. Well, I thought I'd call and check in, check your pulse this morning. See what All right, bro. Eyes good, gills are good. That's right. Eyes are clear and gills are good. <laughs> <laughs> all right man well hey if somebody wants to call you about uh coming down and fishing 
best they've All seen right, it in buddy. 50 years. They can come get them some. Let's <laughs> roll. Oh, man. Unbelievable. 409-771-7306. All right, man. All right, James, we'll hope that weather will get on through. Maybe you can salvage your trip. Oh, yeah, it'll be all right. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Later. All right. All right, that's Captain James Flog down in Tiki. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers. They're located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than boards from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store, or you can call Jason for more info at 281-701-8107. While you're there, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood those big 912 shrimp, and we're in the height of crawfish season, and nobody sells them like Boyd's. They they stock them up and sell them cheap. And, uh, hey, if you want some really good boiled crawfish at their Cajun Grill right next door there at the dike or their location over in Santa Fe, try them out. You'll really like it. Go to boydsonestop.com, 409-945-4001, and when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on the stormy morning. Let's run down to G-Town now. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Michael, good morning. What's up? What's up, buddy? What's happening? Man, I'm getting over a hellacious sickness, dude. It has been. Get? Man, I, the flu uh, is what I got. And oh, it's, not, co- it's not COVID anymore. It's the flu. No, it's back <laughs> to the Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I had a, uh, I went to the hospital. I had 103 fever. I think that that must have been Friday when I texted you because I was in the hospital Saturday morning. And, uh, you know, so they filled me up with liquids and gave me the Tamiflu and all that and sent me home. Well, 28 hours later, I still was at 101, 101 and a half fever, and I didn't break it. So, that's the longest I've ever had a fever in my life, dude. And I was like hallucinating and everything else, man. So I went back to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, this is unreal, you know. So I went back. So anyway, I went twice to the hospital in the last, I don't know, four or five days. And Goodness. Uh, I know. And two days ago, I started getting real nauseous. That's pretty and, bad for a healthy guy like you, man. I'm hoping old yeah. man like me don't get that crap. Oh, man. man. It was bad, Mickey. And you know what? I'm still super, super nauseous. In fact, today is the first day that I'm getting back on the water in the last five days. Um, and we're, I'm going this afternoon. Man, it looks super windy. That, that wind's well, picking up. Well, it's windy up. down there right now. It's supposed to kind of go north 5 to 10, you know, once mm-hmm. we get all this weather through here. I think that's what Plog's doing. He's got his guys on standby. Standby. Yeah. yeah, man, I'll tell you what, the water yesterday, you know, Shane was out there, um, man, they smoked a bunch of trout at the jetties. I and, saw that, uh, finally got yeah. some trout, uh, coming in. That's good. 
And hey, he said he was only able to fish uh, fish out there for like 45 minutes for the most part, and the rest of the trip was uh, kind of bouncing around inland because uh, yeah. one of one of his guys got sick. But he's like, man, Sharky, if I could have sat out there, you know, any longer, we would have hit a you know four person limit, no problem. Wow, that's good. So they were real active out there those little tide runners he said the smallest one was like 17 inches so yeah you know some good quality you know 17 to probably 22 somewhere in there let some through let them through (laughs) come 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 on up that channel buddy (laughs) well i let five days of them through i'm ready to go out there that's it that's all i need i'm I'm not hard to please anymore (laughs) I mean, hell, you can only catch five anyway. I mean, yeah, that's you know. true. That's true, man. Golly. Well, Epic. it's been good. I mean, fishing's been hot. You know, it's just been in between, uh, in between these little stormy days that we're having. You know, and shoot, I think Saturday it's supposed to get real nasty. Oh man! From what I can see, you know, it's another yeah. little small front or something's blowing through on saturday again so i don't know mickey it's just been uh i'm ready for i'm ready for some consistent weather but who's not you know yeah we're that's that's the story for this little front here today and Mm -hmm. then uh, we got a little gap tomorrow southeast winds 5 to 15 and then Mm -hmm. saturday morning thunderstorms again northwest 15 to 25 and then Sunday will be nice. Uh, sunshine returns with northwest winds 10 to 15. So, Golly, yeah. Saturday's going to be brutal. And all the next week uh, in the low to mid-80s, you know, for the whole oh, week after okay. that. So here we go. Hey, next week is going to be the week then, baby. Next week's going to be I on mean, fire. You know, like tonight it's going to be 55 degrees for a low, and then Saturday night 55 for a low, Sunday night 56 for a low. I mean, that's just, we need to get rid of that. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Well, I'm curious to start getting offshore, man. We're getting a lot of, like, close offshore bookings and stuff for the month of May. And uh, a couple of, you know, 10-hour trips for the month of May um, that were booked, you know, back before they closed Amberjack season uh, for May. So I'll be curious to see kind of what's going on out there. Right. Um, I think that first week of May, Shane's got a trip. Cajun Chris has got a trip offshore. So, yeah, if you uh, can get out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's been so rowdy out there. But, um, man, I don't know. We were talking – I was talking to somebody the other day talking about maybe the uh, – maybe because of how warm, you know, it's been and everything, maybe the kingfish will actually start to see some of those guys this season again shoot it's been three years mickey since we've really seen I know them. the bowing last year was really really tough i don't, I don't know man that's hopefully yeah, that uh sl- slow cycles over and we'll those kingfish man they take up the slack out there you dag them right man they're great they're great time fillers and uh you know they're they're well, excellent people love that. catching them man <laughs> i know it i know it man i don't know where they've been but uh yeah i mean it was a general consensus you know i mean every offshore guy i've talked to even the commercial guys that are going out you know and usually doing 
2,000 pounds of snapper and, you know, a couple hundred pounds of kingfish just, just because they're out there, right. you know, man, there's none of that happening. There was none of that happening last, last season. It was like, Hey man, we caught 3000 pounds of snapper in four hours and one kingfish. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, golly. Yeah. And there's a lot so, of sports that, uh, they, they go just for that, you know, just to, just to, you know, have a, you know, high action trip where they catch a lot of kingfish, sure. you know, catching those smokers on lighter tackle and having fun with them. And oh heck yeah, it's just uh, it hadn't been happening for them. I know it. I remember back in the day fishing my little twenty four foot sea hunt on a little eight hour or six hour close offshore trip. You know, and just going to those first couple of rigs and sitting there trolling divers or throwing sardines on float lines, just whacking kingfish. Shoot, it ain't been like that for years, you know. Well, I remember one summer, I think it was in 90 or 91, I kept finding this same shrimp boat. He was kind of on the backside of the hill bank out there. Oh, yeah. Out out past (laughs) 872 or whatever it was. And the name of that boat was Snafu. It was kind of an old black pirate ship looking uh, shrimp boat and buddy nice. that boat had a school of kings that lived on that boat all summer long it was nothing oh just gosh. after he tied up and called out and cleaned up the decks and they went to bed we'd slide in there behind him and drop baits down and drift backwards off that boat and just you catch just 70, 80, 100 kingfish a day I mean golly it was absolutely stupid. I got videos, all that. Oh, my God. Absolutely crazy. I'm sure with your bonus, you know, probably a couple good bonus cobia and everything else in there, too, some days, huh? Oh, yeah. It'd have everything on it. But little mahi. It was, it was definitely a kingfish boat. boat. Man, them kings stayed with that boat all summer long. Man, that's my favorite, Mickey. That's my favorite getting on, getting behind them shrimp boats, man. And they're oh, you'd have to buy six or eight on. boxes of uh, cigar minutes a day. You'd run out. Oh of yeah, <laughs> just run out. Oh yeah, you better bring you better bring thirty pounds, fifty pounds of bait. Oh, easy, crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's fun fishing though, man. Getting up behind them shrimp boats, and especially in the sixty to eighty mile range, you know, you got yeah. Your, blackfin you got your wahoo and shoot everything else on those things man yeah that's exactly right boy it's a lot of fun i love it well we'll see what happens after this win today man i'm gonna get out there my trips at 11 45 and uh well i wish you the best i'm glad you're feeling better man yeah, me too, A lot of man. weird was... stuff going around, respiratory stuff and everything else. Well, somebody wants to call you about fishing with you guys. How do they do it, man? Heck, yeah. Now that I ain't got the COVID-20 anymore, you know, <laughs> come on out with me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. We'd love to have you guys, man. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishing with no G, charters.com. Uh, you can check out our trip packages, pricing and availability right there on our website. And, uh, man, let's just go get hooked up, man. Let's go Let's, let's go make some it. memories. This summer's going to be epic. All right. Get on the books. Let's go do it. Sharky, right, appreciate it, man. Go get no them, brother. No problem at all, man. We'll talk See to you, you Saturday man. morning, brother. Later. All right. All right, that's Michael Marquez down in G-Town. All right, let's run up to the Big Sam. Let's finish things off with old Randy Dearman this morning. 
Randy, how you doing, man? Well, I'm sitting here uh, <laughs> listening to this rain, watching the rain just pour down. Boy, it is here where I'm at, too. It's getting it. It is getting it. I think it's supposed to let up, you know, here seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, if that front, front line will ever push on through, clear the coast. And I hope it does. we got a good group of guys who want to go catch a bunch of crappie this morning. I don't know all that thunder stuff last night. I don't know if it put them in shock or not, but we we're going to find out real quick raining. Well, I know you can find out. <laughs> hmm. It uh, it is that thunder last night. My goodness, it was. I guess it was about one o'clock when it really boomed and banged here. I don't. It, I ain't heard no thunder in a while now, but it is steadily just pouring down. Yeah, I'm looking at it up your way. All the all the deep red stuffs down here by me now, and uh, it's just. Uh, it's just training right above the coastline, just moving through, you know, Houston, Baytown, all that, and just and there's another wave coming. It's it looks pretty. I've never seen lightning like this in uh, the Wharton Angleton area moving this way. So, and then there's another one built up behind it down around Victoria that's going to come on the same line. Goodness gracious! Uh, am I going to get that, Mickey, or not? No, it'll. It's going to be below you. The worst for you is over with. It yeah. uh, that front line, the clearness behind it seems to be from Brenham to College Station, just above Livingston and moving your way. So you ought to clear out about eight eight o'clock, I guess. Looks like that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Go get some minutes, have a biscuit, and uh, it ought to be it there ought to be go. ready ready to roll. It won't be long, about two and a half weeks. Me and my crew will be up there fishing with you for a couple of days. Oh, I know it. I know it. I went, uh, we, uh, I didn't have a trip yesterday, and we, uh, we went and sucked trees all day long again. Uh, built a couple of new piles. I might just save one of them new ones, not even fishing until <laughs> you get there. <laughs> I'm good with that. Hey, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah, Woodland's um, got a big one on top of it right now. It's moving towards Jasper. But uh, yeah. after that, it looks like, you know, it might be okay for you here in a couple hours. Well, we're not supposed to. They're supposed to be here about 8 o'clock, so. Well, that'll work got, out then. This thing's yeah, moving kind of slow, though. It just depends. But looks like uh, later in the morning, all the rain's going to be along the coast. That'll make yeah. for good good nap time for me this morning. Listen to it rain since I've been up all night, <laughs> thundering and lightning and dog going crazy, and you know how that works. Boy. Yeah, man, it was thunder. Golly, I'm telling you, buddy, that's. These storms had a lot of lightning and hail in them this year. I saw some hail. Somebody posted a video on Facebook earlier in the middle of the night. I was looking at it up around Waco where they had yeah. grape, grapefruit-sized hail. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That'll <laughs> take, take a lot of wind chills out. <laughs> you bet. That's crazy. 
I don't know. All right, Randy. Well, hey, bud, if somebody wants to call you about coming up and crappie fishing, bass fishing, how they get a hold of you, man? Hey, 936-328-0864. All right, Randy. Good luck with the weather this morning. Hope it'll clear on out. You can get out there, bud. Have a good get, man. Hey, thanks, Randy. See you, man. All right. All right, that's Randy Dearman up on Sam Rayburn. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll, we'll be back bright and early in the morning, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.